The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Tuesday. I don't know about you, Max, but I thought I heard Panther getting into like a car accident. No, I think it was his brakes or something oh, okay, like that. Okay. Sure, sure it's hard for me to hear everything. Things. Yeah, uh, listen, uh, you know, everyone kind of has like the, an origin story of how they <laughs> listen to our podcast, the first episode that they've ever listened to. And if, if today is your first episode that you've ever listened to us, uh, get ready for some history, people. Because we have something called the kiss of death, which we know is when all three of us agree on a game, it usually goes poorly. Uh, we now have the parlay of death, guys, after last night's parlay uh, shit show. And now we have what I would call the, re- the the return of the curse of the D-Gen rank. Of course, the Philadelphia Eagles number one in our D-Gen rank last week and... They lost, and if you download and listen to every single episode from last season, you know if you made the D-Gen rank at number one, your days were numbered. Panther, how's it going? You know, the, the, the squeaking that you heard was like some jackass don't know how to drive, and it was my brakes. But, you know, I think actually people listen to us. We've got our loyal degenerates because they, they can follow Phil, they can follow Speedway Steve, and then they can fade us. Right, because the, the kiss of death, the parlay of death, the D-Gen score, like, uh, when we agree, it's just fascinating to me because we find different ways to arrive at the same location, and it just ends in absolute disaster. Uh, starting with last night, I think there was some mutual agreement, even though we didn't get there because of the minus 11. Uh, the Eagles were going to win, right? That was a stone-cold lock. <laughs> I'm, putting in the, I'm putting in the damn parlay. It's a lock. <laughs> They, they uh, yeah. didn't win. They, yeah, it's a shocker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> spoiler alert. The Eagles are now uh, no longer undefeated. They they have one loss. Uh, the same record as the Vikings, I believe, right? Yep. I believe the, the Vikings and the Eagles have the same record. Uh, so, yeah, no more undefeated teams in the NFL. Sorry, Eagles. Uh, I, listen, you know, I, I, I mentioned it in the book club this morning. If I would have known that Riverboat Ron's mom died before the game, I would I would have went all in uh, Washington money line. I'm just I'm just yeah. fucking saying, you know, what kind of motivational speech is like my mom just died. Win this for her like fucking a of course. The, of course, the fucking uh, the, 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 the fucking football club showed up and played yesterday. It got a fucking win one for uh, Riverboat. I mean, come on. Uh, listen, uh, they game plan very well. Now, there were some uh, questionable calls, right? Some questionable calls. I believe there was uh, 
a handful of uh, face mask. <laughs> that was probably the most agrarious of the bunch, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, you can sodomize fucking Titans, apparently. Th- that never changes. That's been the rule forever. You could you could grab and pull and do whatever you want to like people like Gronk and, and, and Travis Kelsey, and just no one throws a flag. Yeah, I mean, maybe they got to go to the LeBron school of flopping or something like that. Like, really fucking sell it. Yeah, uh, the, problem, the problem is you fucking pull a face mask on these guys, and, and it v- v- barely phases them because they're fucking giants yeah. out there now. So, you, you know, it was the whole Shaq thing. Like, Shaq got fucking fouled Mold. on every single Mold. play. Like, yeah. <laughs> every single fucking play. And it really had to be, like, his shoulder got pulled to the fucking ground, you know? Uh, <laughs> comments already got me going. Uh Listen, I, I I really think Washington came very prepared. I don't know if the Eagles were necessarily looking ahead, but it didn't seem like they were entirely in sync. I think uh, their their rushing defense w- took a major hit. I, I I know that they were missing a key piece of that uh, that that defense there, um, and, and I just I think that Washington wanted it more. It seemed. Yeah, I actually got to see the highlights. It's almost, you know, watching the highlights, you skip the commercials, you skip the dead time. You watch a whole game in 20 minutes. It's actually really, really good. And what I noticed was Philadelphia didn't want to play defense. Like, was it just me or were the wide re- Washington wide receivers wide open every time Heineke wanted to throw the ball? Um, he just, I was just amazed at how the, the Philadelphia Eagles defenders were five yards away from a receiver. Uh, and the rushing attack for the Eagles wasn't exactly up to par. Obviously, the best rushing that they had was Jalen Hurts. He did his job. He did the best he could. But turnovers and lack of coverage on the wide receivers seemed to be the downfall for the Eagles. That's what I saw. Yeah, yeah. There was a little bit of a controversy towards the end of the game um, with the uh, roughing the passer call. Heineke had the ball. He knelt down, and then two Eagles did hit him. And they called. I roughing, saw that. They called roughing the I, passer. So that was a little controversial. I know in the book club that was a <laughs> a hotly debated item. You know, if a quarterback surrenders himself, kneels down, don't hit him. You know you what they're going to do. You know what they're going to do. You can't. I mean, like, if anything, you just go over to him, tap him on his head. Put his, like, put your hand tap, on his shoulder. Like, yeah. like a little tap, a tap on the shoulder or something like that. That's it, because that's all you need to do to you know if a player like. I get it. Listen, I, there, there, there's something that I've been railing about with this whole like mobile quarterback fucking thing that it's it it's some sneaky shit that happens here. Yeah. Right. Like someone pretends to fucking slide and then keeps running like I mean, shit like that. I, if you pretend to be slide, I, I would fucking call that down, you know. Um, anyway, uh, some, some just bad officiating in general. Like, I don't know what pass interference is anymore, guys. I really like I really like the fucking the the the. the umpire that was standing right fucking in front of it did not call pass interference the fucking guy down the field is like oh no 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 that was definitely pass interference i like really what the fuck is pass interference anymore no like, idea the, on that eagles uh, uh what was the second drive right when the, when they when they took the lead right there um on the goddard uh, yeah. uh touchdown like the, the pass interference right before that what the fuck was that I really like, you know, I, I really just think uneven officiating across the board last night. Um, it does seem like, yeah, maybe Philly got the the shit end of the stick with a, a couple of those calls. But I mean, you got to know. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, when a quarterback is down, you can't fucking do anything. You can, you cannot maybe graze him, <laughs> you know, look at look at the look at look at the uh, uh, up and say, hey, can is he is he down? Is he good? 
know? Uh, I think yeah. the knee. I think the knee probably caught him off guard. You never see that, right? They they're either sliding or getting tackled. You never see like in the wide open, out of the pocket, and then he just takes a knee. I think he's just kind of, you know, in the bang bang defender's job is to murder somebody, and it just kind of. I mean, I I get it what why they did it, but you just don't see anybody take a knee anymore unless they're you know taking a knee in the end zone on a kickoff return, and they don't even do that anymore. <laughs> the pass interference call, I agree with you. I that one, I didn't think it was pass interference, and two, why is the guy 20 yards away from the play throwing the flag? It's <laughs> just horrible inconsistencies we're seeing in officiating all season long. With all that being said, it doesn't absolve the Eagles. They lost, and they no, played yeah. tight. They were clearly in a position they were not comfortable in. It might go back to what you said, Max. They might have been out of sync just overall, or it might have been they just never have really been punched in the mouth like this and knew how to respond. Yeah, I think. Yeah, listen, I think it was it was a mixture of a lot of things. As you know, some key personnel again missing on their defense, the the running game. But I I really think that Washington had a game plan, especially defensively, of how they were going to you know, throw things off for the Eagles, and and it fucking worked, right? It just it seemed like this Washington defense for the last couple of seasons have the personnel right mm-hmm. uh, they, they, they we know that th- what they're capable of doing consistently they're not doing it on a week-to-week basis that's why they're a 500 team at this point are they above 500 now was that above 500 now are they five, five and, and five now? now right five and five something like that yeah okay so now they're a 500 team as a result of that uh the yeah. the uh nfc east and the afc east the juggernauts by the way guys you absolute fucking uh, juggernauts uh, let's not even talk about the giants right now um <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna win the division, man. Good oh, Christ, let's look at their fucking strength of schedule. You know, I, I rail on the goddamn Eagles' strength of schedule. I guarantee the Giants is probably worse than that. Um, but yeah, it's it, like really, it just seemed like a mixture of game planning and and you know. Uh, we were concerned about the adversity factor, right? We were concerned about what Philly would do if they were actually faced with a challenge. I think. If if that wasn't a rainy, fucking messy, sloppy game for uh, the Jaguars, right? We we kind of yeah. saw that. Like we saw the Jaguars punch them in the mouth. The Eagles kind of bounced back from that, but that was a turnover fest there. And for you know anyone that's saying, oh, officiating, officiating, when you lose the turnover battle, what was it, four to two last night? You know, it was it was yeah. three fumbles and an interception uh, on the Eagles side. Uh, the other team gets more, you know, uh, takeaways than you. They they tend to have more scoring opportunities. So uh, good good win by Washington. I I don't want to, you know, again, I don't want to take anything away from them. They played a fucking hell of a game of football. Do I think much less of the Eagles? No, I think it's a learning opportunity for them. I think I think next week's going to be a huge bounce back opportunity for them. They, they you know facing off against the Colts. You know, see see what uh, Jeff Saturday is going to fucking do with them uh, next week, right? Uh, I just, yeah, I, it just really seemed like the Eagles, I won't say took the foot off the pedal there, but never really had the foot firmly on the pedal to begin with right, in that game. Right, right, right. So, which leads to a couple questions I want to ask you guys. Um, that's been their MO, right? Build big leads, take the foot off the pedal, and sometimes teams close, and they didn't. They didn't have that big lead. Matter of fact, they were down at halftime, and but they still did the same thing that they've been doing, which is struggle in the second half. So here are my questions for you guys. Do the Eagles have a coaching problem making adjustments in the second half? And do is Washington looking for a quarterback, or do they really need to give Taylor Heineke a legitimate look at being their guy? I mean, another legitimate look. Yeah, yeah, right. Second, 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 second chance at Taylor Heineke. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, they, he, they keep passing him over. 
No, they gave him a shot, and he did not look great. He had flashes of being great. He's very inconsistent. I think you still have to hunt for a quarterback. As far as the yeah, Eagle, I, oh, go, no, he, go he, he, oh, no, no, I think I think he is a great backup quarterback. Yes. I would love to have. If I'm the Rams right now, I would. I'm just saying, I would love to have Taylor Hennicky as my fucking backup quarterback. <laughs> Wolford ain't fucking cutting the fucking mustard. Now, granted, now a little, a little quick aside here on the Rams here. I, you know, I, it, Wolford pretty much performed like uh, Stafford has been doing all season, so it's, it really wasn't on Wolford. But yeah, Taylor Hernicky is the type of guy. Yeah, you definitely want as your fucking backup quarterback. I don't know if he is a regular week to week starter, a guy that's going to consistently. He's going to look good over the course of what three weeks, and then he turns back into the pumpkin, right? right. The Cooper Rush cycle. Yeah, exactly. Right, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> As far as the Eagles go, yeah, maybe, maybe they do have a coaching problem here. I mean, Washington apparently they got they got you know just taken to the woodshed the first time, but they knew how to play them the second time. They were not caught off guard by anything Washington put out there or uh, the Philadelphia put out there. So I wonder if there is a little bit of a game plan. I wonder if it's just shock and awe is what uh, Philadelphia is winning by or you know uh, dominating teams by, and they're maybe easy to figure out the second time around. That's like, it's like through the through the batting order, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, right. You know, you get and and listen. I you know I, I look at some of the Eagles. Like um, I would say, what marquee wins? We we mentioned it, right? They beat uh, Minnesota in week two. Mm-hmm. These guys playing the playoffs. I think it's a different story, right? I think I think you know we we said that the first four weeks is essentially preseason anyway, right? Minnesota wasn't firing on all cylinders just yet. Uh, and maybe maybe Washington kind of shows the game plan. Um, now, do, do do a lot of the teams have the defensive personnel like Washington has to maybe frustrate the Eagles? That's a big question. Yeah, I I, re- I really want to give credit to Washington's defense here. For as much as Eagles fans are are feeling butthurt about the fucking play calling today, I would I would say is like we played a good fucking defense. We played a good fucking defense, and I don't think that there's many defenses in the league that have the type of personnel that could stop the Eagles. So I would look at this as, as kind of like a, you know, a positive in a way, right? We now know some vulnerabilities. The Washington just exposed some weaknesses on our offense. We now know what these things are that this team was able to uncover and exploit. How many other teams have the personnel to exploit that? I'll tell you, I know you've been shitting on a certain defense, but I do believe Green Bay has the personnel <laughs> to do the same thing Washington did this week. Whether again, whether they can execute, I do believe Green Bay has the personnel to do it. Right, right. Okay. Hindsight being 2020 though, I'd still I'm a believer that it's better to lose in the regular season than the playoffs. So <laughs> mid, we mid, point your flag. I know, right? So, uh, you know, they were undefeated and everything's going right. And there's a learning curve for Philadelphia. They, they, you're right. They got punched in the mouth. Somebody went toe-to-toe with them for 60 seconds or 60 minutes, excuse me. And uh, there's a learning curve. So uh, I will be very interested to see how they, you know, show up on Sunday, short week after a Monday night. Um, and it will be very interesting to see how they rebound from this game. Very, very interesting. I don't really have anything else to say uh, on this game. I think I think we I think we did it. Max, any final thoughts? I have something very interesting to say for you guys. Oh. I want to talk about the book club. Yeah, this is very interesting to talk about the book club. 
The book club is a place that you can come and talk sports betting, you can talk uh, spicy memes. You can now rank head coaches as women. We did we did the, the quarterbacks as women. Now head coaches as women. I got to say, head coaches as women, I think they're greater than the, the quarterbacks as women. Just saying. That's because Lamar can... Jackson drug the whole average down. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. You just, did you see Belichick? Did you see oh, uh, uh, Ellen DeGeneres Carroll out there? That was I mean, so I'm funny. Just... <laughs> uh, anyway, this is the type of stuff that we're talking about on a day-to-day basis. You can be doing it, too, if you go to thedgens.net. And you sign up free for three days, and then after that, it is $35 a month. You get access to all of these great sports picks that we have going on. You know, Arch mentioned it yesterday. The, the the dynamic duo out there of Phil and Kyle had a monster uh, NFL betting week, Sands, yesterday. And uh, and you you could tell them. Uh, we got lots of stuff. College football going on. We got hockey. We, we you know, fantasy stuff uh, goes on there from time to time. Like, Panther even talks about betting strategies at the casino Sometimes he doesn't uh, fund the casino renovation project. Sometimes he walks out a winner, and you can learn all that stuff if you book it over to the book club. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy, insane, maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. All right. NBA, what are we looking at? NBA, uh, not a terrible day for me yesterday. I do believe I went two and one, scratched out a tiny bit of profit. You were you were right about that uh, Charlotte game, though, man. You know, yeah, well, I went one and one, they, so yeah, fat lot of good. Up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I got three games I want to talk about today. Let's talk about the Clippers and the Mavs. Uh, John Wall going to play today after sitting out yesterday's blowout win over the Rockets. Uh, going to give PG some some help out there, though. You know what? He had. Quite a lot of help yesterday. I, the, the Clippers are a surprisingly deep team. The same cannot be said for Dallas. Now, the Mavs are one of the best home teams in the league so far. But I think they're in danger of being upset tonight by the upstart Clippers. Sans, uh, you know, Kawhi Leonard, no Kawhi Leonard out there. But I still think that the Clippers get it done today. $10 money line bet on L.A. I think they're used to playing without Kawhi Leonard by now, aren't they? It's 
almost like a, a shock if he does play. Uh, John Wall coming back, he doesn't play the back-to-back, so we do. I do like that. Uh, it takes a little pressure, put Reggie Jackson in the second unit. The thing, Dallas is really good at home. If you look at like their recency, their last three games have been really, really close. The Clippers are getting a touchdown. I think that's way too many. I like LA here with the points. I'm taking the seven points uh, for 10 bucks. Yeah, I'm leaning that way. I agree with you guys. I just didn't want to bet the game, but I think the Clippers probably cover, maybe, maybe win the game. Boy, howdy. Dallas has looked a little shaky lately, and I, I, I think you're right. I think the Clippers could probably do it. So lean the Clippers. All right, moving on. Next up, uh, let's talk New York, Utah. Uh, there was a time when the Utah Jazz were unbeatable at home. And guess what? That time is now. Who the fuck saw that coming? Jazz, despite fucking losing Donovan Mitchell, despite losing the Frenchman, they're still out there as one of the toughest teams in the league. And it's been Laurie fucking Markinen that's doing it. <laughs> This is a goddamn guy that both the Bulls and the Cavs were just like, all right, any day now, Lori, show your potential. Now he's kind of like the, would you say the de facto alpha of the Jazz? And he's showing up. He's never really been the guy. And now he is the guy. And everyone's going around them. And talk about depth, right? The Jazz second unit gives teams fucking fits. Utah, of course, coming off of two losses in a row, both road losses, one to the Wizards, one to the Sixers. I think uh, it was that the one that Embiid put up 59 points or something like that. I think it was that one. Yeah, yeah, it was a fucking ridiculous. Anyway, returning home where they are five and oh, a perfect fucking five and oh at home. Knicks, they've struggled on the road and in general, they've struggled with consistency. I like the Jazz here today to grab the win. Ten dollar money line bet on Utah. Uh, two for two. I'm with you here. I I like the Jazz as well. And the, one of the things that I'm looking at here is the fact that the Jazz have the, like you said, the second unit, whereas the Knicks' second unit is really not that good. They they have a lot of huge depth problems. So I, I think the Jazz can take care of business at home. I'm going to lay the four and a half and uh, take the Jazz as well. You only have to lay four. I can find, I found a four for you. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, I think the jazz do win the game, but I think this is going to be a very, very close game and I've got a hook here. So I'm going to take advantage of it. I want a piece of the New York Knicks Knicks plus four and a half for 10 bucks. I think this is going to be a nail biter. All right. Uh, last one up for me. Let's talk Brooklyn, Sacramento. Uh, Brooklyn continues their California road trip with rumors swirling of Kevin Durant being traded to the Sixers. I feel like we've heard that before. Maybe. Have we, have, we, have we ever heard that Kevin Durant's going to be traded to the Sixers before? It's, it sounds kind of familiar. Hmm, interesting. What? Anyway, the, 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 Nets, the Nets are a fucking mess right now. Uh, you know, Durant's unhappy. They fired their coach, replaced him with a coach that the players didn't necessarily want as their head coach. Kyrie is uh, being paraded around on some fucking apology tour, and Ben Simmons is injured. And even if he wasn't, he's still Ben fucking Simmons. <laughs> I don't love the Kings, but it's hard to deny that, man, they've played some good fucking basketball the last few weeks. I like them at home to get the win today. $10 money line bet on Sacramento. Man, you about just checked every box there is when talking about this game. I don't like the Kings either, and I found it very troubling to bet them. But damn it, if the bets don't suck ass, I'm leaning the Kings. I can't. I, I just can't bet them. I don't trust them. Oh, yeah, I'm leaning it with you. I just I don't want a piece of this game. I have another inconsistent team I want to bet. I think this is your opportunity because Panther had two NBA bets. He places two NBA bets. I believe it's now up to you, Arch. 
All right, let's look at the Spurs playing ah, the Trailblazers. Shocker. I'm doing it again. I'm doing it again. Fuck it. It's another eight-point spread. They got humiliated. I, I just don't see them getting humiliated twice in a row like this. Give me a piece of the Spurs plus the eight points for 10 bucks. I have more moral support today. I don't know. Do you want moral support? Because the moral support did not fucking work yesterday. I think the Spurs with the points is the play. I do, do believe Portland uh, wins this one. Yes. Uh, but I mean, you know, not, probably not by the eight. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, moral support lean on the Spurs. Yeah, they really did us in yesterday by what was it? Damn near 40 points. I, I think this will be a little bit more competitive. But the big one was for me. I didn't know Trey Jones was going to be out for that game. They really need him. He's their you know, go-to guy, the point guard. And if he's out again, I don't like the Spurs again. So without knowing what's going on with uh, Trey Jones, all I can do is just lean Portland. I'm going to plant my flag and say the Spurs will not lose by uh, 37. Ah, okay, great. Can you find that alt line? I'm sure it yes. pays out nothing. Pays out nothing. <laughs> uh, last game on the board, uh, kind of like New Orleans. I couldn't quite bet that one. Good matchup, though, man. Good fucking young team. Like, What is it? The, you know... The, the top draft picks, right, going out at each other. Um, Memphis, New Orleans, I give a slight edge to New Orleans to win and cover. Uh, Panther, what do you think about that one? I didn't see a line, so I don't know if we're dealing with some injuries or something. Minus two is what I saw for half. New Orleans. Well, it's minus three and a half now. Oh, oh. minus three. Ja- Jaron Jackson is out for Memphis, but I, I, that's the extent that I saw. Yeah, they're he's, used he's to been out for a while. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, look, good game. Good two young teams going the right direction i probably just give this much of a nudge to new orleans being the home team but uh i really don't i don't have a play here just to lean on new orleans just because they're home i would lean memphis with that three and a half three and a half probably yeah i still think i i don't know i still think new orleans speaks that win yeah probably on to hockey maybe panther do you have something else to say oh i just say you both gonna win new orleans wins and arch covers there you go now on to hockey. I got four games I'm betting on. Let's start with my New Jersey Devils heading to Canada. Panther, your observation about U.S. teams in Canada kind of held true once again today. I like New Jersey to buck that trend, though. I know the Devils going to lose eventually. They're on the one of the hottest team in, in hockey right now. Now that Vegas lost the other night. Uh, I just don't think they're going to lose tonight. I mean, goaltending is a precarious situation with them because of injuries, but their offense is so fucking potent. And you look at this Canadians team, they are an average team, which is actually a compliment considering I thought they were going to be absolute <laughs> dog shitting into this year. Uh, but their offense can, I, I don't think the offense can keep up with the devils here. A $10 bet on New Jersey. Yeah, New Jersey seems like they should be the play, but I, is it me or should this line have been a little bit chalkier? I expected it to be something like minus 205, and I'm seeing minus 178, 175, and it just seemed a little suspicious to me. I- I'm leading Montreal, but it's only because the line just seems weird. All right. I mean, if we get that minus 165, I'm, I'll be fucking I'm looking happy forward. as shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got minus 188 where I'm at, so I'm, I'm kind of fucked. Um, anyway, uh, moving on. Dallas and Tampa Bay. Uh, Stars have found some road success earlier in the season, uh, while Tampa has been proven a little bit mortal. Dallas offense has been thumping lately. And while, listen, man, they, they, they're facing an elite goal t- uh, goaltender uh, tonight. I think they're going to put some pressure on Vasilevsky. Um, Stars are eighth in high danger goals this year. Tampa is seventh in allowing high danger goals. So add to the mix that uh, Jake Odinger has been one of the best, if not the best goalie in hockey all year long. I like Dallas 
with the plus line, got to do it. $10 bet on the Stars. I don't know what to make out of Tampa Bay. They started off the season playing like shit. Then they rebounded. You're like, oh, they're back. They got it out of their system. And now they're back to playing like shit. Like, I, the value clearly on Dallas, I thought I saw Tampa at minus 160. It's had too much here. So I'll lean Dallas. Got lo- I love it. Let's do it. Let's jump on it. It's getting so much worse. What it opened. Oh, I know. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. 135 now, down from mm-hmm. 180. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some books have it 130. Oh, terrible. Jump on it now if you can. If you listen to the show, you like Dallas, you fucking get it because it looks like it's dropping. Uh, next one up for me, let's talk Philadelphia and Columbus. Flyers have come back down to earth lately. They've lost three in a row. But listen, I like them in this matchup tonight. Uh, Felix Sandstrom was slated to start, but Carter Hart is going to get the nod instead. So I'm seeing some line movement as a result of the Carter Hart uh decision in goal uh he did not look good in his last outing but he was dealing with some kind of stomach illness or stomach bug i mean it's hard to fucking crouch down as a goalie if, if you got the shits all fucking day i like him in a bounce back opportunity today uh the, listen the blue jackets are a very beatable team the flyers are a, a good team when carter hart starts apparently ten dollar bet on philly you know, I originally wrote this down and had Philadelphia, and then I looked at the way both teams are playing. I'm like, ah, I can't bet on either one of them. But both of them are playing like shit. So I, I think the Flyers are the better team and have the better ups, upside to rebound. But, man, I just don't like the way either team's playing. So it's a lean on the Flyers. All right. All right, last one up for me, Minnesota-Nashville. You know, uh, it's I made the joke the other day. It's like, Minnesota, you found a way to win on the road. Can you find a way to win at home now? And apparently the answer is no, because they still can't win at home. But <laughs> this is a road game today. They've, they're five, two and one on the road this year, heading to Nashville to face a, a, a very subpar Nashville team. Uh, main issue with the Predators is their offense or lack thereof offense. And I'd like to say that there's some hope, but looking at their expected goals, looking at their actual goals, it's pretty much the same. I don't see this Nashville offense improving much. Minnesota should get the win. $10 bet on the wild. See, there you go, just shitting on a play that I'm actually on. Uh, you would think you say Minnesota and Nashville in the same sentence. It's an easy play to be the wild, but the line doesn't suggest that it's an obvious wild play. I'm getting plus 105. Vegas thinks this is a close game. Nashville's at home. They do play much better at home than they do on the road. I'll take Nashville for 10 bucks. Oh, I like maybe, it. M- maybe get plus 100, Panther. Maybe. Maybe. What, what do you like, Arch? Which oh, I like you two disagreeing. It's good. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think that was uh, his only play today, right, in the NHL? I got one more. I oh, got one do? more. All right, all you. Uh, Vancouver's going to Buffalo. These guys played back in October 22nd. Buffalo won that game 5-1, to one, probably the last time they won. Buffalo's really regressed. They're, they're bleeding. This could be the tourniquet they need. I think they can take care of Vancouver at home, and uh, so that's what I'm banking on. 10 bucks on the Sabres. Yeah, moral support. I, I you know, got um, uh, Buffalo winning 61% of the time. So I, I do think that uh, from an implied probability standpoint, they, they probably should uh, win this one. I just, I'm, yeah, I'm a little worried about uh, Buffalo looking at their advanced metrics and, and some drop off and kind of saw that coming a mile away. So uh, I'll lean Buffalo with you. You've got Buffalo winning 61% of the time, but 61. You're, yeah. you're shying away from a minus 118. Isn't what's the thought process there? The th- thought process is one. I do believe that um, they're, they're trending downward in regards to their advanced metrics. So mm-hmm. I think that you know they're perpetually going to keep getting worse and worse and worse. So that sixty-one gotcha. percent to me is a little bit of a fallacy. And you know, it, it's the reality based off the statistics as it is today. If I'm looking at trends, I want to you know kind of uh, 
you know, sell on uh, on on Buffalo a little uh, right. sooner than than get fucking hammered on you know. They probably win. Listen, they probably win. I just felt uncomfortable with betting this line, and honestly, it probably should be worse. Like you know, you talk about like you know Buffalo at home, Vancouver. It should, I know. It probably, it probably should be a minus one thirty. Really, losing five in a row probably gets Vegas a little skittish, back off a little bit. That's that. That was my thought process. I mean, they've lost five in a row. Who really wants to jump on Buffalo? There you go. You. Me, yes, me. <laughs> Any comments to speak of? All right, uh, Ramon making us depressed with the fucking picture of snow. God damn it! You know it's going to happen uh, eventually. Uh, Nard Dog saying sodomized tight ends. Kinky. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, uh, Ramon saying Eagles uh, were feeling some urgency, you know, first time this year. Uh, Rory saying it's all Kyle's fault. That's the fucking <laughs> truth. Rory asking the Eagles number one in the rankings, and I'll say find out tomorrow. And then Rory's taking the Sabres. Hey, he's agreeing with you, buddy. You I'm fucked. He's taking the Wild. He's agreeing with me. He's taking the Toronto Maple Leafs. Let's see what that line is. Uh, oh, yeah, listen, I think the Leafs got to get that one done, too. I got to get some moral support there on, on with you there, Rory. And then uh, the Red Wings. Uh, let's see that game right there. Where's where's the Red Wings at? Got a few of the entire message because it got fucking cut off. Uh, the Red Wings. Yeah, I like that play as well. So there right. you go. Some good picks there, Rory. All right. What did we talk about today? Talked about the Monday night football game. The Eagles are no more. The the annoying Miami Dolphins squad gets to pop their champagne again. I can't wait for those guys to die. You know, winning <laughs> winning so few games yeah. and just <laughs> dunking on everybody. It was a different NFL back then. The Patriots team that went 18 and 1 was better. Uh what else do we talk about? NBA, NHL Max, that is it. That is it. Let us know you about our picture. Because anyways, Bigs over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen, please highs rate and comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Let's give this another shot today on the DGen Parlay. Uh, I'm going to give it to you the Dallas Stars. The Stars. Arch, what do you like? I'm taking the Spurs. Ah, I knew it. I fucking knew it. Uh, I will take the Jazz. I don't think they're going to lose by 37 points. Uh, so we got the Dallas Stars, the San Antonio Spurs, and the Utah Jazz. That is your parlay of death, I think, will be the name that we give you. We're hanging out on Facebook. We're on Twitter. But mostly, we're the book club. That's where you can come and listen to Arch, which death upon people. <laughs> uh, get in there and shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. But we will holler right back. Most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're doing today, when it's all said and done, kids, it's all. Make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages relating to its contents. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. 
But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.